All right, Al. It's time to try and be serious. <laughs> I that's like how we're, how that's, we're starting. You sound. We're, no, we're, that's, it's just so corny. But that's how we're going to start every episode of Al and Frank Try to Be Serious with one of us saying, All right, Al, let's try to be serious. I love that. I think we should say, All right, fine. F it. Let's be serious. Yeah, or, why not? Let's go. F it. That's for Frank. Frank <laughs> F, F is for Frank. It's Frank and awesome, man. Frank, first of all, can I just say, uh, you know, we are in the era of Me Too, so I'm going to tread lightly, but uh, you're looking pretty good over there, brother. Your hair looks nice. You look uh, look like you exfoliated. Uh, well, I, I threw a little water in my hair. That's, uh, that's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Culturally, I guess not culturally, but uh, genetically, can you do that? Is that awkward for me to say it like well, that? No. Black, th- black people can't put water in our hair. We don't. No, I thought there was something like like I had a friend who was black who never went in the pool for some reason because he didn't. Yeah. Want to, but doesn't well, or I've heard big, like it, it's a bigger thing. You're exactly right for uh, black women especially because it's a it is a mother effort to get your hair done. And when you get yeah a black woman's hair done, it's like it's done. You can't just like blow dry it and then go to work. Like that's a wrap. Yeah, you made so. me feel terrible for a second, like I like, <laughs> like I was a terrible person. Did I ever tell you the story about uh, accidentally walking into a black barbershop? <laughs> no, man. Listen, so, so it's right next to a um, check, check cashing place. No, come on. <laughs> uh, yes, no. It was right next to a uh, like a sandwich shop. And it's the, it's almost connecting doors, and I thought I was walking into the sandwich shop, and I walked in to the, to the barber shop, and every person just stopped, looked at me, I didn't say anything, and I just slowly turned around and walked out. Now, did like, you back out like you were talking to the king? Like, don't let him see your back. You I'm. Still- <laughs> No, I just turned. I, I like. I, I might have said wrong place, <laughs> sure. but it was like it, everything stopped. Like 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 people like even the razor, yeah. and just looked at me like, "What are you doing here, uh, pasty?" And uh, I just I felt so awkward. I'd never felt as that awkward because I, I I didn't know what to say because it was obvious I was in the wrong place. Not like they I wasn't welcomed or anything like right. that. Just that they're like. Uh, it must have happened before where somebody walks in and thinks they're going to the uh, what's what's Sam the name shop. of the yeah Panera it's Panera there's a Panera there's a Panera bread next to a black barbershop yeah what a, what a strange uh, bedfellow that makes no it's 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 a multicultural it's 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 2019 everybody can be together those yes, two but they're, they're not together in a Panera bread black people do not go to Panera no we but don't. they can be two they can be two groups of people right next to each other it's like it's 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 like a uh, white person marrying a black person. That's good now. It's not. It is, but even that couple never goes to Panera Bread. The black guy <laughs> waits in the car. It's like, get, get your $11 ham and cheese sandwich and then meet me back here. You know what's funny? I've never, real, I've never realized that. I mean, you probably realize that because you see it immediately, but I'm going to, I'm going to, now I'm going to, now it's awful. Now I'm going to be looking for that. I'm going to be looking for yeah, cultural gonna, diversity in Panera. You're going to go up and be like, can I take a picture of you, sir? <laughs> I know it's no. very weird. I'm sending it to my black friend. You know what? The guys on the on the Comic Playground podcast that I do, some of the stuff that people say to them, I can't believe they, that like, like I was, you know, we and we do this more often. I'm very careful on the air, obviously, but we we say stuff to each other and because we know where we're coming from. And right. And it's it's, it's not like in Soul Man. Remember that movie Soul Man where the oh, yes. where they tell the bad jokes and uh it's it's not like that it's like we just mess with each other cultural because we know things are different and we want we want it to all be the same all that kind of stuff but it's this weird thing uh when the when the guys are telling me i was in disbelief and i guess i i shouldn't have been but one of the guys works at a library super sweet very soft-spoken guy but a very big guy not like powerful like he looked like almost like a running back or something like that just a strong man and uh, people actually say to him, "Oh, you're you're one of the nice ones." Like I'm like, wow. I can't believe that. And these are older people coming into a library, but I'm like, wow! I just thought people would get the memo that that's just an awful thing to say, like like asking about uh, water in a black person's. <laughs> well, I think some places come from curiosity, and some places come from. I think we always do have to make the distinguish be- the distinguishment between distinction. Racism- is that a word? 
Distinct distinction, I think. Distinction, that distinguishment. Wow, Al. <laughs> it's good, Al, though. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, would take it. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, I think sometimes you genuinely have a curiosity. Like, I'll ask, I ask all my white friends, I'm like, how often do you get your hair cut? Yeah, I think you asked my, me that the other day. Yeah. yeah, and I think a lot, the average I get is between four and five weeks, whereas I would say the average between black men is every week to 10 days. Two weeks is really pushing it, but some black guys wait for that long. Um, but it's just, I think that's just a general, general curiosity. And as for the hair thing, I've, I've always been in awe of the fact that white guys can throw some water or gel in their hair and kind of style it the way they want. And it stays like that. And it's kind of done. I'm like, wow, that's cool. It's just something that's not on my body. So you kind of look a while, you go, wow, that's interesting. How much does a haircut cost? If people know that you're getting your haircut that quickly, I'd feel like a haircut might be less. Uh, no, man, you'd be surprised. I mean, I would say the going rate, and obviously it depends on city to city and barbershops kind of, you know, to, uh, figure out what the neighborhood can afford and then they kind of charge according to that. But I would say for like the hair that, uh, haircut that I have in any major city would be 40 bucks, tip included. Oh, really? Yeah. And you're going to do that every seven days? Every seven days. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's an expense. It's like uh, being a black, having a black haircut is like having a small studio apartment. Like it's gonna cost you some money. Is that getting a is that getting a lineup and everything? Is that? Yeah, they do your beard, but some places even charge extra for your beard. And you're like, come on, man. I'll tell you what I do. What I am jealous of is of the with the salon, and I kind of want to talk about this and Alan Frank's favorite things, which is coming up next. But I mean, I'll just say this: as a black guy that obviously doesn't go to salons. The times that I have gone and they they pull they pull your head back and they put it in the sink and they wash it, I really wish I got that every time. I just like the feeling really? of somebody's fingers going through my scalp. That's very like that hot. It's like hot but not too hot water. I really dig that. You're I'm the like opposite. You don't. Oh, I don't like it at all. I don't like people touching me. Right, I don't, that's a problem. Yeah, well, I mean, not the wrong people. I that's mean, right. Look, look at Robert Kraft. There you go. <laughs> I mean, how, the, how long till that tape leaks, sir? Uh, literally, I heard, literally, I heard, yeah, literally, art <laughs> is being shopped. Yeah, that's that's interesting. But uh, let's get back to this. I do. We actually go to a. We actually, my son and I go to a place that's like twenty five, thirty minutes away. When I could, we could just get our hair cut. He has a weird hairline. My son does, so Ooh. it's kind of a colic, and it's I don't know. And one of one side, it's just. It's like my wife's grandfather's. I think that's what the genetics are. Right. It's the uh, men on your on your mother's side. Yeah. So that's he's very similar to that, but it's very weird and people can't cut it right, especially when he was younger. Um, now that he leaves it a little bit longer, you don't see it as much, but he only wants his hair cut by that person and he likes it to be fairly long. So we do this 35-minute trek and then I get my hair cut with him, but we only go once a month maybe, but it's I just feel ridiculous going that far. Then I went to a salon near the house. It was like 75 bucks for his haircut. I'm like, all right, it's worth the drive out there for half that cost. Uh, was it one of those salons that tries to put a hot chick on you to like, because uh, there's that new, it's almost like Hooters for uh, salons where they don't say it. And I mean, the women aren't scantily clad, but the women are dressed very attractively. <laughs> but it's just funny. You walk out of there. They're not good if they weren't good hairdressers. And you just walk out of there and you have the dumb and dumber bowl cut. And you're like, how did this look? Fantastic. Yeah, this really hot chick said uh, said I look great. So we're going to leave it like that. All right. Speaking of women, that's uh, those are some of my favorite people let's let so let's transition to favorite things i, was, I realized what? what i was gonna say i was gonna be like those are some of my favorite things and that's not right because those uh, are people yeah that's uh <laughs> i was just looking for a segue i just wanted a segue that's all i wanted i wasn't trying to like and your segue anything. was to then turn women into objects objects yeah. <laughs> because that's what we like to do here yeah in a world of toxic mask i screwed it up ah. i had <laughs> you yeah, in a world of toxic masculinity, I am the Grim Reaper. Yeah, <laughs> I had that planned. Let's uh, like we got. I'll work it in later. Maybe Toledo will edit that out. I said it so well yesterday when we didn't have the sound working. That's uh, because that's how life works. That's what it is. But it's a, when you cut it out and make it a promo in a world of toxic masculinity, I am the Grim Reaper. Hear me out on this. Yeah. Do you know how many angry 
male fans were going to get just from that promo. I don't mind. As long as they subscribe and like Exactly. Us. I don't care. You can say whatever you like, but, guys. This but no you're right. you can be any kind of person. We'll try and help you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what it's going to be. This is one of the things, uh, like all this stuff that we've talked about, the culture and stuff, it's all the stuff people are scared to ask about each other anyway. So it's like, all right, because you never know if you're being offensive or... Like you said, I do think it's how you're coming up, going about it. But I remember, I remember telling a guy because my wife has very dry skin, and I remember my wife talking about this um, one time years ago uh, that she would get ashy. Uh, right. Yeah. And I'd say that I said that to a, a black guy, and he's he's like, "How'd you know that?" I'm like. Listen, that's like like I'm not allowed to know, or wasn't like I'm that stupid that I wouldn't know. I guess I only knew because of a couple things uh, and a couple people. But all right, so we're gonna move into the favorite things because I've thrown us off a little bit here. So uh, tell me, you had that down. You mentioned it a little bit. What exactly is this deal with our rundown? Is the favorite things? Our, our favorite things is like uh, you know I want to get first of all. This is a very selfish thing I'm doing, Frank. What I want to do is uh, talk to you about my favorite thing that you're using something that you use that that you love that I, i'm going to use but i want our listeners to write in and tell us their favorite things and then that way i can steal those ideas and then when somebody mentioned about like, oh yeah i just thought of that you know i'm, I'm not going to give you any credit so i'm telling everybody this my favorite thing that i'm using right now and i thought i didn't know how much i was going to love it are my my airpods my apple airpods uh, the wireless pods. I'm starting to see more and more people with them. I know it's not breaking news, but if you don't have them and you say, hey, I got headphones, leave me alone. These things are amazing. Uh, the sound quality is great. If you take them out of your ear, they automatically turn off. You put them back in your ear, they automatically turn on. You tap them once, they uh, they can uh, initiate or end a phone conversation. And I heard in the next year or two, they're actually going to be able to enhance sound coming into your ear. So they'll double as a freaking um, hearing aid. So I am really loving these uh, these AirPods. So Frank, that is uh, my favorite thing for the week, my friend. Are we, are we picking them every week? We're going to pick a new favorite thing? Well, I don't want to put a lot of pressure on I'm saying yeah, every I, week, I, I, no matter I, what. So my, I, I should have thought more about my favorite thing. I, uh, well... Man, I should I should have said just my ping pong paddle because without my ping pong paddle, I don't get half the exercise that uh, I've been getting. And I was I a little hurt uh, because you sent me a video of you playing ping pong. Why in the hell have you been sitting on the fact that you're like a, a low level expert ping pong player? Well, I always tell people I'm not a pro. I'm just like an Olympian. <laughs> Uh, I'm starting to sound like a dad, which I am, so it makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty good. I'm tournament level, but not like the higher tournament level. So in the world of if you're if a 2,000 level rating is where you start to people can start to consider you pretty good, I'm just below that. And then the pros in this country are probably like 26, 2700 in the ranking system. And then in the world, China's like way better. Um, it's it's like the Chinese team, like the, the top American probably isn't even in, even in the top 100, but there's, um, uh, there's, there's a lot of players in, in, in Arizona and especially uh, it's in wherever there's tech, that's always interesting too. Like wherever there's a, a big tech world, because it's Eastern countries that play it: uh, oh. India and uh, China, Japan, Korea, the Koreas. Uh, I guess it would be more South Korea, but uh, right, the North Korean team doesn't show up as often as you'd like. Yeah, because they they keep changing them out. Jeez. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but the <laughs> save myself on this is a we're on the edge today. On the I on like the, that. The, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that would be I'm if I'm picking something that because I do look forward to that. It's one thing I look forward to is my ping pong paddle. You're going with tech. I'm going with a mine's actually fairly tech because the the rubber on it alone you have to change uh, i would have to change it every four haircuts every four of your haircuts <laughs> wow uh, so once a month you're yeah gonna... about that much and they're 75 bucks each side you can get them for cheaper but i get the good stuff nope. uh, again on the on <laughs> the edge uh, somebody if somebody was listening in right now they think this is the why are you doing this over the internet yeah, man you guys, why don't you guys just meet up at a burger king and fight it out yeah this is a solid podcast for uh dual meaning if people are listening <laughs> 
Uh, so that's uh, that's my th- uh, uh, the paddle itself is like made out of balsa wood or a, 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 a or a baby star. I'm not sure which, but it uh, that's like 200. You can be buying from 200 to 400 dollars, oh, even even more. It's it yeah the paddle. And so I'm swinging a four hundred dollar paddle every time I swing, but I I have about a six hundred dollar swing, so that's all right. Is that code for something, Frank? Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> once again, the dual meaning. That's everybody. The, Frank is swinging a lot of expensive wood over there. That's the title of this. That I think we just figured out the title for the uh, this episode. Uh, swinging expensive wood. Yeah. Why not? Well, all right. Well, next time I I would like you to have a paddle handy. And really talk to talk to people about like when they're you know uh, going for a ping pong paddle, like what should they what should they be looking for? Yeah, people can't wait to hear that. So when you're here, because you're <laughs> coming actually here to because for people who don't know, and I always explain this, you're in Denver uh, doing the show Daily Blast Live, and I'm in Phoenix not doing the show Daily Blast Live, oh. and we talk over the internet. Um, and uh, you can, but while we're at it, uh, at alanfrank.com, and you can reach Al at Al, at Al Jackson IG on Instagram, and uh, me at Frank Caliendo on Instagram and Twitter, and Al at alanfrank.com, and Frank at alanfrank.com for emails. And um, But uh, you're going to be out here, and we're going to do some live stuff together. Not live, but in, in studio together. Um, but maybe we'll go play some ping pong together that was a great idea i would love that we'll have somebody film it and have everybody watch you no nobody will film i don't want anybody to film it we just want to talk about it after yes we will because we could just lie about it so um we will we'll we'll, we'll do some of that that's a great idea i'm Um, actually really excited about that yeah we're gonna have uh maybe a guest or two do some stuff john holmberg who's a massive radio personality here in uh in phoenix uh and probably one of the most brilliant people i've ever met he's going to be on with us and maybe we'll find somebody else along the way but uh and you're doing shows in phoenix at the tempe improv yes um tempeimprov.com and um Right, Thursday, eight o'clock, and Friday, uh, eight and ten fifteen, I believe. Yeah, and maybe I will, uh, maybe I'll pop in there. Just maybe, oh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, take, get some. Michelle, my wife is is like just found this one camera I have <laughs> again. <laughs> That's awkward. Um, but she did find with this one very I'm nice. Like, prof- what what pile of laundry was it hidden under, Frank? Uh, no, it, it was one that I was originally using for this for the for our podcast and the and it would put weird things on the screen because it couldn't do a live feed without doing that. But it's a it's a still picture taker and it's fantastic. And so now she wants to be a photographer and she's like, "Can I take pictures of everything?" Absolutely. Um, start with this. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm on the edge, man. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> After doing the Joey D- Diaz podcast, everything is like, I'm just like, man, we would never go that far or even close. So, um, all right. So favorite things. All right. And, and I, honestly, man, I know that you are a married man, uh, but you know, let's say that you were around uh, because this is time for my favorite game, just because I invented it. It's called Frank is apprehensive and it's a <laughs> double meaning because you are. Yeah, uh, but it you know this is obviously about apps. I'm just not like, swinging expensive wood here. Well, yeah, well, maybe you might meet some of these ladies on these sites, and it might change. Yeah, that'd be really good. All right, sorry, Michelle, don't kill me. Yeah, sure. Um, all right, so uh, this this is about dating apps. So I want you to be apprehensive about dating apps. And the first one, the first app I want to talk to you about is called Coffee Meets Bagel. Coffee Meets Bagel, Frank. What? is going on on the coffee meets ba- bagel dating app uh i mean w- w- there's something specific about the dating that I- yeah, it's got its own what's their what's their twist why uh, it- that you're meeting in the daytime um because it's coffee it's an earlier day thing bagel seems like a, a breakfasty kind of thing so you're meeting over breakfast okay that's close but not that's what i thought too uh i thought it was kind of like a it's just lunch kind of dating thing it's not what it is. It's it's kind of like um, it's an app that gives people that are dating uh, that that aren't that good at Tinder. Basically, it gives you dating prompts and icebreakers and things to say to people uh, because like so, for example, uh, you know, it would take your your profile and say, oh, I'm an avid ping pong player. So a, a woman that might be not, not know how to break the ice with you would say, hey, 
why don't you bounce your ball my way sometimes? <laughs> like because the because the app would tell you things that you like and then give it gives you icebreakers uh to kind of break the ice that way it's not just a complete cold call from somebody that's not good at that okay are they all that fantastic i just thought of that just now and i thought good. that was brilliant and creepy yeah which is the way i think that it should be light on the brilliant heavy on the creepy that's right that's okay all right what's my well, okay, i am apprehensive what's the next one all right the next one is called happen h-a-p-p-n just hook up it's like, this is gonna happen yeah this is this is happening yeah it's a little threatening uh, I, well, first of all, Frank, speaking, you kind of hit it on the head. It's a little creepy. What do you think happened? What do you think their thing is? What do you, how do well, they get people together? Uh, I, you know, and I don't know. I thought that's just immediately came to my mind. It was like, we're just, it was just, just for the hookup. I don't know. It wasn't even for the dating. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is happening. Stop reading your profile, Frank. Um, <laughs> no, hap, happen is it figures out. Uh, and the person uh, on here says that it showed me 68 users that uh, that I crossed paths with and crossed paths with in the preceding three hours. Oh, so, so you just happened to it's happenstance. You just right. happened to pass so like, them. hey, this girl, you and this girl, you guys both go to the same bagel shop and you and this girl were both um, jogging at one o'clock in the afternoon at at memorial park yeah i guess happen is a better name than community stalking <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's exactly because, what it is right it's because it's just it's geo tracking everybody in the area that's on the profiles and letting you know where they are and what they you could find that's scary because you could find somebody else's tendencies out with that right that's all you could find frank is what i would argue is their tendencies it's just, it's weird. It's like, yes, uh, Frank has uh, been located in your bushes every day for the last <laughs> three months. Oh, that's how I met my wife. What a weird, weird app. Yeah. But yeah, that's happened. Frank, let's keep it rolling with her. Her. It's all about her. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or or is that is that the uh, Nelly pronunciation of here? Yeah. <laughs> that's her. It. It's Nelly's app. You have to wear a bandana, <laughs> a bandaid under your eye. Uh, her. Or her uh, for just a site only to meet women. Yeah, for other women, it's an LGBTQ. I got it. I got one. Frank, you nailed it. Yeah, no, not on that app. <laughs> no, you will not nail anything on this app, Frank. <laughs> but you will get uh, the correct, and it's uh, I, I like that. I, we're gonna keep moving. That's so, the only kind I can get is the lesbian apps. The le well, Frank, listen, we all have our proclivities. All right. Well, you know what? I, I'm for everybody. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking for just friendship. <laughs> there we go. All right. Now this this is the last one. This one's a little weird. Uh, this one is called Clover. What do you think, Clover? I think you told me about Clover before, um, and I still don't remember what it was, so it doesn't matter. But Clover, I feel like was um, uh, it's not an Irish thing, right? No. Uh, luck? Is that anything to do with luck? Ironically, no. It has Cl the opposite to do with luck. Uh, bad luck? Cloverfield? Um, <laughs> By the way, you're a uh, tech uh, nerd, kind of a little bit. You're way more than myself, but did you see the Cloverfield Paradox? No. Oh, I like it. It's the prequel to Cloverfield. I loved it. Oh, really? Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I I know you d told me this one, and I don't remember what it was. Well, yeah, this one's weird because I feel like your initial guess was a good one, and that clover means luck. Like, hey, let's just try this out, or maybe that would be a cool app. Is like the two most non-compatible people. Maybe it hooks them up and sees if there's just natural chemistry. Um, but uh, clover compiles a list of just who you are, and it just completely matches you based on compatibility. So, you know, it just takes, if you checked 30 of the 50 boxes and this person checked 30 of the 50 boxes and 23 of them matched up, it's like, guess what? You're going on a date. Shut up. You guys love each other. Okay. Sounds yeah. like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. There's no romance in that at all. All right, Frank, I would say you got one and a half out of four, which is failing. No, no, no. That's good for a married guy. I'm not supposed to know. Yeah, what if you killed all of these? Yeah, that would be a problem. <laughs> Clover. Oh, it's a good, uh, it compiles everything. Huge issue. So yes. I think.
I think we're uh, I'm on the right track here. So here was the next thing that I, I wanted to talk about. I, I I'm not looking at directly a rundown, um, but let me know if this is what I'm supposed to talk about next because. Uh, my tweet was something, my tweet from the other day was yes. something I wanted to bring up. All right. So um, then this is one of the things we want to do a little bit more on the show is uh, get the social media stuff going. And so I tweeted this out because this was reality. Um, it was actually over a period of time, but I condensed it into two things that happened um, and put them into one tweet, uh, but they both were basically real. So my question in the tweet was, how can my two kids be so different? 12-year-old daughter, colon, uh, if I get anything less than 100% on that project, I'm going to be so mad. And that's how she did it. She said, if I get anything less than 100% on that project, I'm going to be so mad. My 14-year-old son, this is him. I forgot I had a project due today. So, and it got massive reaction at time of us recording this. It's got 1,700 likes. And uh, 77 um, retweets and 47 uh, comments. And what was your initial reaction to that? Because it was it was interesting to me because it was something that other people had to, and not my intent at all. Right. My my uh, my initial reaction to that tweet. First of all, I thought it was interesting, especially as somebody that has both male and female children. I have an older girl and a a uh, boy, uh, you know, it's it, it just really and as somebody that taught middle school for five years, that really resonated with me, man, because uh, the the genders, at, especially at that time, are so different. And you've told me about your daughter, and you said that she is a perfectionist, which obviously you love as a parent, but also oh, no, I to a point, it, where the, right. it, it yeah. gets it gets crazy. Whereas like she. She'll say, I did terrible on the test. What'd you get? 98? No, that's not terrible. Right. And okay. that's the thing. Yeah, you you said you said that, you know, you love that she's a perfectionist, but you worried about her beating herself up, which yeah. she does. And I mean, having setting a perfect standard and goal, I think on paper is a good thing. But unfortunately, or fortunately, that's not how life works. And if you taped an hour set and you murdered, you would be able to find one joke in there. You're like, damn it, I forgot to set that up by saying my grandmother was sitting at the table. You would have done something that, that wasn't perfect, but that doesn't throw away the rest of the set. Whereas it seems like with the way she's wired, and there's a lot of people that are wired like this, she would fixate on the one mistake rather than the other 98 percentage points that she got correct. Whereas the boy, and I noticed this with boys I, I taught, uh, and being a boy that was that age, I didn't know what the hell was going on, Frank, until I was like, 24. I was like a goofy organism. I wasn't even, I wasn't bad. I wasn't good. I was just a guy with his wandering around the clouds. It took me a while to to grow up. And I know that obviously the two genders are different in that way. But like, so give me, but I don't see me, what, I, what did you mean? What did you mean when you tweet that tweeted that? What were well, you the, the only reason I put them is just to, 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 to identify them. It wasn't about gender to me at all. It was just the difference of two kids. But uh, quite a few people did bring up gender. And you have like a case study in life, I guess, to go from. And I've heard some teachers talk about this as well. But I have seen plenty of uh, young boys that are on the ball and plenty of girls that, that are not. So that was a, but I didn't put Joey and Juliet there because I wanted people to know that my, it was, a, you know, a 12 year old and a 14 year old. And I just, instead of saying their names, I just put their gender, but it wasn't really based on that at all. But it was amazing to me how many people came back with that's just gender. And I'm like, well, could some of it be first child, second child? And there were other people that said that. And then there were people that disagreed with it. So I was amazed because what were we taught in school about doing an experiment, right? You, you basically try to get down to one variable, but there are a lot of variables there and you don't know which is affecting. And it was, I was amazed at how many people just said, no, this is exactly what it is. It was like, well, I don't know. I, 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 that, and that wasn't even my point. My point basically was I have two children and they're totally different. And then somebody said, it's not the gender, it's the parenting. And I was like, well, how, how how does that even figure in? Are I you mean, switching out wives for each uh, each I, child. I get. I don't know. This is a very weird thing to me. Like I, I didn't have any. I had no. 
I had no agenda on this at all. I was not trying to go anywhere with it. I was just saying I have two totally different kids, and it was amazing to me how many people told me why. That was the thing. I mean, is, does this just really get us right back to the uh, old age-old argument: nature versus nurture? Because you're, if you're talking, let's keep it in the in the in the in the perspective of an experiment. What you need is a control group. A control group is a group that does not change. The control group is you and Michelle and your home. It's not like um, you raised Julie and you guys were down on your luck. So you guys grew up in a really hardworking blue collar uh, area outside of, you know, Waco, Texas. And then you made some money and moved out to Arizona. So now your other child uh, now knows nothing but an affluent lifestyle. These kids have grown up pretty much in the same situation a static situation with their parents. It's not like you or Michelle were out of their lives for any. So it's been consistent. So the only variable is your two kids. Right. That's it. They've gone, I'm assuming gone to the same school. Um, yeah. So that you have really the ultimate uh, experiment in that you have two different people uh, that react to fair, a fairly similar situation drastically differently and the real only difference is obviously uh, their gender is the first thing that jumps out. But I, I look at just their wiring. Just people are freaking different. Right. It's just uh, to me, it was just, you know, they have the same two parents and look how different they are. That's all I was trying to say. But everybody got into these. And I feel like gender is such a, a talked about topic out there that that's why so many people went to it. And maybe, and maybe some people were just naturally, that's where they went. And that's like, you have life experience with it. So you, it makes sense. Cause I, on Twitter, you don't get the background information from people. So when you tell me that more, I go, I started to go, oh, okay, I get it from your perspective. You've seen a lot more of this. It makes a, a lot more sense other, but some people are just, you know, they had theories based on nothing. I asked, why do you think that is just the way it is? So it's just. That kind of threw me off, and uh, but it is amazing to me how many people have opinions once you just throw something out there, and that was, that was what, uh, that's what got me. It, it, I don't want to say that it, it made me upset, but it was just like, geez, I cannot believe. But it made me want to put more out there so we'd have more stuff to talk about. One of my favorite quotes that I'm still going to butcher, even though it's a, a favorite quote of mine. I'm not going to get it exactly, but it's uh, I forgot who says it, but they said uh, that there's no complex question that doesn't have a simple wrong answer, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, it, it's just easy to go, she's a girl. It's like, no, there's uh, so many factors that went into who she is, who she is now, who she's gonna be in two years or five years or 30 years from now, all these things that 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 affect that. And I I, I think it'll be fascinating to watch them grow up, but I, I, I would assume no one more than you and your wife has had a, 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 you know, a front row seat to watching who these human beings become. Well, here's another thing that's, that seems to, that doesn't fit the narrative of what everybody's saying, because Joey, when he was younger, complete rule follower. That's, that's what he's always been. He's broken out of that somewhat as he's in high school now, but he's always been, he's pretty much always been the way he is the last second, just get enough to get the A. Um, and, he and Juliet is a rule breaker. So for, for Joey, they're rules for Juliet. They're just obstacles for a second. And she goes and will do her own thing, which the perfectionist, that seems kind of odd right now. Right. Joey is also an outside the box thinker. So he's, he's always coming up with weird, different ideas where Juliet is more formulaic in a lot of her stuff, unless it comes to uh, Avengers movies. And then she's all over the place, but it's, so all these things don't add up to one simple answer. And that simple answer would be one simple wrong answer. But everybody jumped to conclusions on this stuff. And they're like, well, somebody even said this there. Uh, they said, um, well, we know which one's going to college. I'm like, the one who hands the stuff in late is in physics as, as a freshman, honors physics as a freshman. And he's also in uh, pre-calc trig and getting a 97, a junior honors class loser as a 14 year old. So you don't, <laughs> you just don't know, it, it, but people jump to a lot of conclusions and stuff. So that's, that, that was just interested in me, all the different, uh, reasoning and people telling me about what my life was.
All right. And can I just say this in apropos of nothing? I'm obsessed with the chair that you're talking to me in. Why? It it just, it looks like a chair in a law office where you you it's just exactly it is. you just know like this guy's about to really rake you over the coals. Like, look, your wife's really asking for a lot. Uh, I'm gonna have to up my fee. I shopped. Uh, I shopped this for this uh, chair for quite a while. It's amazing that I couldn't think of the word chair. A, <laughs> Glad we have I, a podcast, Frank. I <laughs> I shopped for this sitting device, this sitting tool, for an extensive period of time. We call it a non-stander thingery. <laughs> My wife did that once when she was pregnant with Joey. Is like that? She called it the pregnant stupids. She couldn't think of the word nickel, and she's like, "Hey, hand me one of those." Uh, one of those five centers. <laughs> That's how they would have called it in the thirties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> five yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, let's get into something that I think we've been waiting to get into for at least two weeks. Teased it last week. Uh, and I'm going to let you set this up because this is, uh, this is something you brought, you brought to my chest. So talk to me. Yeah. So at the school that my, my son goes to, and I want to preface this by saying, I am for there are no any... blacks allowed at the school. Yes, that okay. was it. It's Augusta in the eighties. <laughs> I um, and right now you're Tiger Woods. Uh, so I want to preface this because I don't want people because people take it out of context or whatever and use it against me when I run for Senate someday. Uh, I will never run for Senate, but uh, maybe the House. Not no, not not even House. Um, I'm all for anybody being whomever they want. I'm pro. Uh, it, Every, I'm I'm pro and I don't like the word um uh I can't even think of the word again five center I do five not center. I love that word I don't like the word tolerance because I I don't like tolerance because it sounds like putting up with people like I'll put up with somebody I like the word empathy like I don't know I don't I can't completely understand where you're coming from but I'm going to try and that's being empathetic to me tolerating means I'll put up with you. That's just the connotation I feel. Do you feel differently or? No, I completely agree. And, and empathy is like, I think, and even people saying, what do you mean you can't understand where I'm coming from? Let's take the racial aspect out of it. When you, when I watched a documentary about the flying Walendas, those people that walk across, you know, buildings on that tightrope, I can't understand where they're coming from. Oh, but I just got a new, th hold on, I'm sorry. That's great, but uh, Walenda forever. Yeah, <laughs> it's fascinating. So I watched the documentary and I'm like, oh, your family has been doing this for 200 years. Now I'm starting to understand. So we're, it's just about trying to understand. So go ahead. All right. So this sign, this was put up and this was, uh, the school was backing this and I'm all for the, um, uh, the, the idea. I just fi find this to be a little disruptive and weird in the educational setting for me. And maybe you can set me straight and help me understand it more. Um, or, or maybe you, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see where you come from. So in quotes, silence is loud in the United States. The day of silence is a student led annual day of action. The day of silence is to spread awareness about the effects of the bullying and harassment of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning students. Join us Friday, April 12th in bringing attention to this issue. If you'd like more information, da, 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 da. So um, the, the, the interesting thing that I find here is, so the students are basically taking off from talking. So if you're called on in class, you don't need to say anything. Um, I find a couple of issues with that because it seems a little bit disruptive. Maybe that's what they want. But then to me, it feels like it's separating a little bit. And then this, this day is about bullying, but only bullying and harassment of gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning students. When I feel like bullying on the whole is just bad. Um, and specifying that seems a, a little bit, I get it, but it's a little off to me. Like, why can't we just uh, say that? But uh, again, the, the, si the first thing I want to talk about is this, the silence part. Um, what if you're a teacher and you support this? You can't not talk that day, right? So you can't support, or, or I didn't hear of any teachers not doing it, but if you want, it's not just for the, for the LGBTQ, right? Right. Um, it's not just that group. It's anybody who supports it is remaining silent. I would think, well, now you're telling a group of people who can't be because that's their job that, they, so I, that's why I almost suggest like, 
hey, how can we have somebody put on a, a, a ribbon or a button or a, something that signifies or wear I get wear a certain color is always bad because then somebody could be wearing it. They, they might be against another group of people. But I, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's something specific to that. And you say? Uh, I say to that, I, I definitely understand the let's let's start at the end and work backwards with in terms of the idea of wearing a ribbon or a color. Uh, I think that that's more for causes. Um, not well, this is a cause, though, isn't it a cause? This, yes, but I, I think if you think about the Venn diagram, there are some causes uh, that need to have awareness generally, like prostate cancer and breast cancer and mm -hmm. heart disease. And then there are causes that need to be uh, addressed immediately with alarm and concern. The op opioid crisis, uh, abuse uh, towards uh, gay and lesbian and trans teens, uh they uh you know uh any kind of thing that's that's killing people on a daily basis or a regular basis and for anybody that's listening um trans people trans men and women are the number one victims of hate crimes uh you, you know it's it's something that's and also obviously uh gay and lesbian and trans teens are at risk always uh usually number one for um suicide especially in their teenage years. So I think that when you start doing things like sit-ins, when you start doing things like blocking the highway, when you start doing things like blocking the student union, uh, you know, the walkouts, things like that, I usually think that those concerns, uh, that, that, that those demonstrations come from things that are more immediate. You wouldn't really block the highway for a breast cancer walk. Uh, it is almost everybody that we know right, I, by breast cancer. Yes, but it's not the same mm -hmm. kind of immediacy. I, I, I do get that. But again, I don't see that the silence does anything extra other than disrupt in the classroom setting. It's just, like I'm all for letting people know and letting people uh, getting everybody on board. But that just what if you're supposed to give a speech that day you get out of it because well, I, I think you hit it on the head when you said the word disrupt. disrupt. Um, when you think about going back to the 19, uh, late 50s, uh, mid 60s, um, with the, the bus boycotts, um, that was meant to disrupt the bus, the busing system until something was done. But uh, I, right, but in a high school this day, was, I don't, nothing happened here. Nothing right. got fixed. It wasn't disruptive enough to really do anything um and i i just think you're not you're never going to change people i shouldn't say never that's totally wrong i think it's but very i think you should say what you feel no 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 because it's not it's, it's, right, it's okay. it was a wrong statement it was an incorrect statement um i feel like it's very tough to change people's minds by doing something that can potentially make them angry and i do think that's you, interesting i think with what you're saying um makes a lot of sense civil rights and that, that, that that's a that's even bigger, though, and it it took a full movement and everybody on board, not everybody on, but a, a large amount of people, and it made sense. And this is this is kind of, the, but even when you were talking about this, you were saying, and we don't have the stat here, but I, I trust you on this, um, even if it's not 100% right, even if it's close, that trans and gay students the most, what, what, what did you say? Um, they're, they're the number one uh, victims of hate crimes. There's okay, actually, so the like things on the books called gay panic defense. Have you heard of that? No, um, where, where but that's are, the problem. That's the problem. Right. I haven't heard of it. Right. Nobody's heard of it. N not nobody, but very few people have heard of it. Why is that, that? Why is that not on the news all the time? Right. So we, that if that is and it is, even if it's not the number one, even if it's way up there, you'd think you would hear more about that. How much do we see with the police brutality and uh, the and black people and all of this stuff? And that's out there all the time. It's a weird thing. And I have no I'm not, I've got no agenda here. I'm not I'm just saying, well, wow, seems like that should be the awareness there. That's where right. I feel like we should have the awareness. If people care that much, why not? Is the day of silence then getting on the news? Well, why don't you just do the stories in the first place on the news? That seems like a pretty important thing that these kids and people, the trans and gay people are being put okay. in these situations. Attacked. Right. That seems pretty big and a reason enough to do a news story. But yet we only do you see what I'm saying here? Like, right. It seems like the big picture is being missed to have this little thing. And that's odd to me. Yeah, it, I definitely get what you're, where you're coming from. I think 
what's covered on the news and what's covered by different news sites, whether it be CNN, Fox, MSNBC, blah, 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 Drudge, whatever. We have our political sides and those sides are fed their their hunk of lion meat every day. And the way that they decide what they feed though, though each side is by what they respond to. Is our trans rights gonna be a huge issue on foxnews.com or on Fox News television show? Probably not. In this era of Trump only talk, is that gonna are you gonna be able to wedge a three minute segment uh onto Rachel Maddow? Maybe. Um, but for the most part, they're talking about the crimes of the other side. And when you have people that are whether let's let's say it's we talk about transgender students. We could talk about the plight of the Native American on um, on, on the reservations and the, and the desperate situations that people are growing up there, uh, on, on those reservations with. They don't cover it because I guarantee you, if you got three martinis in the program directors uh, at either one of those stations, they would turn to you and say, Frank, I care. You care. Our audience doesn't give a shit. And their job that's, is, that's, that's right, your key. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're, so, so what you're saying is valid. What you're saying is, why haven't I heard about this? Why? This is a big deal. You're right. Why do I hear about this? Because people don't care, Frank. And I think that's why that's when people start having silence. They start blocking the school, having walkouts, sit-ins and things like that to bring awareness on a local level when they feel like it's not being covered nationally. Yeah. I, I just don't feel like it. feel like they could bring it the attention i just wish it didn't disrupt as much and i that's just me as a you know as a as a teacher i'm empathetic in that situation going i understand and i'm not going to call on you today and i'm not going to put you in that situation totally i i mean i think you would be the same way you're the teacher you say you, you don't make a you don't start a problem about it you just go okay, this is how it is. Um, we'll reschedule your speech for the next day. It just happened to fall in there. Or maybe you looked at that in, in advance. Um, but I, I don't see that many high school students looking that far in advance. Um, no, the no, teachers probably, but maybe my daughter, but um, no, definitely not my son. But I do think, I think we've hit on something there and we worked our way into it that, that, that there's, it doesn't sell tickets. I don't think it does. It sells tickets. It doesn't sell tickets on the on the news. Yeah, which is and the place that I think it, you want to get that kind of stuff out there and talk about that. Um, I think that does a lot more educating people than uh, I don't like lecturing, but I do like letting you, letting people know, hey, this uh, this is out there, and a lot of times things do get into Lectureville. But I, I like I like. Well, you always come from a place, and I always come from a place of just questioning. And I mean, the first time I met you and we had dinner, and I looked into those blue eyes, I was just like, you know, I just like the way you think about. It. You don't always have to start a thought with "this is what is." So convince me otherwise. You're just like, oh man, why is it that when this happens, then people respond like this, but if people respond like this, then the people then respond like that. You, It's a very questioning way. And I think it's a beautiful way to go through life. And I think it's the way comics kind of operate. I'm not saying we're the greatest people ever, but I don't ever want to walk in. I'd never write a bit saying, I think online dating is stupid. I'm going to show you why I'm going to, I approach a bit like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And kind of work backwards. It's a curiosity. It's curiosity yeah, it's, as opposed I don't to have a judgment. Agenda. Neither do you with anything that we talk about. And as for just because I know uh, we're going to wrap here, I really like this uh, conversation. I just want to leave with this. It for anybody saying because you hit on something I thought was so fascinating. You said, you, you know, well, we don't see this on the news. You hear that same thing because human beings have to understand that whatever you see on the television is your mirror. That is a direct reflection of society right now. You remember, like, you don't hear it as much, but do you remember, like, old people like myself would be like, you know what? MTV doesn't play music videos anymore. MTV, what's the V stand for? They don't even play videos anymore. Do you know why? Because people don't give a damn about videos anymore. Right. They tried it. It doesn't work. You know what people watch? Teen Mom 2, The Challenge, <laughs> things like that. The they fact that, that you know the subtitle to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
You know, oh, the the challenge is another show. Friend. Oh, okay. I thought it was the Teen Mom Two, the challenge. Oh yeah, the challenge. Just squeeze one more baby out for one more season. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting, and everybody's like, well, why don't they show videos? I'm sure the head of MTV would be like, hey, sit down in my office, genius. Here are the ratings when we put on Teen Mom Two. Here are the ratings when we put on uh, John Legend's latest video. Do you see the difference? We're trying to sell ads here. Now get out of my office before I have you thrown out. That's what's going to happen. And again, I want to bookend this with I am all for anybody being whomever they want. We're all different. I consider myself a weirdo. Um, Everybody I know, no matter what they're... who they are and how their life is like we're all just so weird it just is that way but i like i don't want to be the same as anybody else that would be boring um so in no way shape or form am i uh throwing shade on any particular yeah yeah a bro um i just wanted to be no i like I've told you before, I'm not a huge protest person. I understand, uh, and I think everybody has the right to do those. I just take a look from the, saying you realize you have to realize that people who are in disagreement with you are already on the opposing side, and it's easier to get that. It's easier to get a to catch a fly with with honey than what is it vinegar? Yes. Yeah. So. Some something. There's a fly involved. Ah, uh, Brendel fly. There's a fly involved. There's honey <laughs> and vinegar, and uh, you go for the honey. Uh, so, I just think that's personally for me. If you ever, if you ever get in like in a disagreement, like whenever we get in a disagreement, what do we do? We we find something to diffuse it a little bit, and then go find the common ground, and then go right. We don't go. Well, you're wrong. And that always seems to work, especially for us. And we think about things a lot differently a lot of the time. We cross over on stuff um, in the use the Venn diagram before. And we definitely uh, have circles that overlap. Um, once again, the dual meaning. And <laughs> I don't even know. We have circles that we have parts that fit together. So. <laughs> So, <laughs> all right. I just wanted that to, that to be said. So we uh, let's just let's just recap on what we we went all the way from uh, black and white haircuts to favorite things, AirPods, AirPods, uh, dating apps, dating app, uh, gender, and just differences in children from the same parents. We rem- remembered control group um, versus variable. In uh, forming a hypothesis in the scientific method, we uh, did fake masculine, uh, fake toxic masculinity, and I almost had a promo out of it. We'll eventually get that right, and then uh, we wrapped up with um, the day of silence. I think we did just about. I think we did a lot of good in the world today. And we also covered ping pong paddles oh, that's right yeah <laughs> high-end ping pong paddles yeah because uh what, what, what was it swinging my wood what is it swinging, swinging my... expensive wood yeah that's the name of <laughs> that's going to be the name of the podcast that's, so mark that, that down toledo that is right there the that's the episode names is it frank is swinging frank, oh yes frank is swinging some expensive wood there we go and on that i love you all right love you too great show man Nice job trying to be serious today. <laughs>